Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to our Lady Aguilas Center here, where we're going to be talking all things America Feminine. We're going to be breaking down that 1-0 victory away at Aguascalientes against Necaxa. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about that terrible mess of a game that was against Leon on Sunday as well, where America drew 1-1. to And then, of course, we're going to be looking ahead into the future, talking about tomorrow's matchup against Querétaro away at the Corregidora in what should be uh, an interesting matchup, to say the least. But before I get ahead of myself in today's episode, let me introduce, as always, my co-host for tonight. It is none other than Brooklyn's very own Mr. AJ. How are we, my friend? Doing good. Um, Had aerobic training and yoga, so my body's in a pain at is in a bit of pain, but as they say, no pain, no gain. But at the same time, I'm feeling pain deep inside because these results were not the greatest for America Feminine. Yes, yes, pain for America Feminine. And like I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, like I'm and, and AJ has just attested to this that he wakes up every morning, has a nice cup of coffee, and gets ready with his Pilates, ready to go, get the day going. And uh, what better way to start off than that? AJ, nice to hear that things are going well. Well, I mean, might as well not even waste any time. Let's get right into it because we have two games to recap and one big game to talk about in regards to what's coming up for America Feminine here. So let's start off with uh, with that game against Nakaxa. Mm-hmm. So America Feminine traveled away to Aguascalientes on what was last week on, correct me if I'm wrong, AJ, Thursday, correct? Yes, February 4th. February 4th, uh, a America went out to Aguascalientes against a very, very weak Necaxa side on paper. But it turned out to be that Necaxa almost had our number and America had to rely on a beauty of a gem from Mayra Pelayo, who opens her score sheet with an America jersey on. She rescues all three points at the end of the day. America walk away with, uh, like I mentioned, the victory. And... Things maybe looking on the up and up after that game? Question mark, AJ. I mean, I I know we we know exactly what happens uh, against Leon, but coming into that Leon game after this result, I mean, it wasn't the prettiest of games, and, and you were kind of maybe one of the few very people on the internet that actually got to watch this game. I mean, what can you actually take away from this? I there's not really much to take away. I mean, hey. The good thing is, you know, Maya Pelayo, she got her first goal. Very great. But to think that a side like America were struggling against Necaxa, a team that's sitting in 17th place in the table, that already gives me a bunch of red flags. If we cannot try to score more than one goal against a team like Necaxa, who else can we score more goals on at this rate throughout the rest of the season? I think what you even mentioned, if this game, if we happen to lose in Necaxa, then the thing we were saying, if you can't be Necaxa, then who can you be? I'm looking at the lineup right now. I'm just thinking we should have slotted in more than just one goal. To me, it should have been two, three, four, potentially four, maybe a repeat to what happened last season where we completely demolished Necaxa. But if like in this game, Necaxa were the better team throughout that entire match. And then after watching that full 90 minutes, I've really seen no actual pauses from this. You get three points, yeah, but wasn't the praise of three points. And especially for America Feminine fans, they're looking at this, they're not really impressed with this kind of result. 
It wasn't. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that this should have been a game where America ended up winning by a comfortable margin. But nothing really in that game reflected that, AJ. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Nikaxa looked like they had some of the better chances themselves. So that's the more worrisome sign is that, yeah, we were able to beat Nikaxa, but it was only a 1-0 victory. Yes, I get it. We're on the road away. But with the talent that we have at our disposal, you should have imagined a much better game. It didn't play even as a much better game. It wasn't that we were just unlucky. We weren't finishing our chances. It was that, did we even really create anything? Mm-mm. It seemed like it feels like it's come, starting to become like the same narrative with this team every single time. It's every season. It feels like we never truly have a game plan. You can have the greatest players on this pitch. If, you, if, the, if the match does not have any kind of game plan whatsoever, that players are not going to really be able to do much. It's going to more be like individual plays than anything, and this is a team sport. It's really, it make, it boggles my mind. It makes you scratch my head up and tells like, what can we do? Like, what's going on? Like, the start we're having so far in this season, it's one of the worst starts we've had in our entire history as a club, and it makes me worry how things are going to be looking down the road for this feminine side. You have great players. It just seems like they just can't get anything going. Or every time we're on the pitch, it seems like we're only just passing the ball back and forth and just hoping we can get lucky and get ourselves an opportunity where I feel like we shouldn't have to be lucky to get an opportunity. These players should be knowing what they need to do to get the three points and create plays for their teammates in order to score goals. I just feel like every time with every game, I get worried just seeing this team play. It feels like they're going into this game with no kind of plan. And I think we've talked about that for the entirety of the season. It, it seems that there is no structure to this team, that there is just 11 players that are put out on a roster sheet and told out to try to do their best. And it feels like the manager, in a sense, has let them all down this season. And to prior seasons, because I think we've mentioned it before, we've questioned a lot of Cuellar's tactics, uh, you know, quotations on that word itself, um, you know, whether or not he knows what he's doing. He's playing musical chairs. He's putting players out of position. He's really tinkering with uh, with, with some of these players. And it's just like, it, you know, it hasn't really brought anything to um, to the results. And then I think at the end of the day, we've talked about this throughout this season where we just said, you know, there is no identity to, to this team anymore. It seems that the morale has gone down. Whatever's going on behind the scenes, something definitely is because this this doesn't feel like the unit that it, it once was prior to seasons before. And so, yeah, it, it, it just seems mind-boggling the fact that it, that we have such great talent at our disposal, but yet unable to do anything with it. Um, and like I mentioned to you earlier in, in, in the season, it feels like everyone's out there playing to their own agenda, kind of just, you know, making individual brilliance happens here and there. I mean, we'll talk about the goal, which really is just that an individual piece of brilliance that makes us get all three points, but you can't really rely on this kind of things. You know, you mentioned it earlier. It's a team sport, you know, one, a couple of good players can only get you so far. If you play as a team, you're more than capable of doing much better. So um, that is the worrisome thing about it. I mean, America does go into this one and we do rescue the three points. And I think that's the most important part because we thought at least you get that, you know, you get the three points, you can build off of that. But it doesn't even seem like we want to build. Like, it just seems that they're just like, all right, we got the three points. We'll worry about the next game, whatever. And 
I mean, we saw what happened against Zoom. I I I had no words, but just in this entire game, I felt like from the get go we should have been dominating. And then, as you mentioned, that got to look like they had the numbers on us. They wanted to go out there and win. And many of those chances that Necaxa had, it was great reaction and brilliance from Natalia Acuna, who played a key instrumental part. But at the same time, feeling like we shouldn't really be letting a team like Necaxa get that many opportunities on us, especially when they're almost at the bottom of the table and you feel like this should be an easy three points. We should have little to no problems playing against a team like Necaxa. No discredit to them. They did everything to their ability to try and beat this America feminine side that are struggling to find their form throughout the season so far. And then to put on top of that, if I'm not mistaken, this is the fifth captain we've had this season so far. It's the fifth captain. That was Anagabi. And I'm trying to think, are we we're first playing musical chairs with the lineup, and now we're playing musical chairs with the captain's armband. Does Guerrero like, have no confidence in these players? And while I'm thinking that, because he has no confidence in these players, you think the players themselves don't have any kind of confidence when they're heading into a match? You met, I mentioned before how Guerrero had like a small little talk with his players and then left right after. And then everyone just stood there just like, okay, so what are we going to do? That thing, that, that kind of manager worries me. And did you see it's just like, I'm going to leave now. You already know what I do. What do they need to do, though? Do they actually know? You're the one that's supposed to give them the tactics and the plans to, to execute from the get-go. And when you see an image like that, it just seems like he doesn't care. Every press conference, he's just like, yeah, we're doing fine. We're playing well. Though The team did amazing. I'm, and you're looking at the result and the stats, and I'm like, amazing? If that's amazing, I don't know, I don't know what that is then. Yeah, it seems like he's got his vocabulary pretty much switched up uh, whenever he does have to go enter a press conference. But look, I think the 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 cat's out of the bag here. It's it's hard to deny the fact that Coyote is just half-assing this at this point. Like he literally is just doing whatever it is to just get him by for the season. And I think he knows it in his head too that he's no longer going to be part of this club. Uh, come come the end of uh, of the regular season, whether or not we make playoffs. We'll see. If we if we don't make playoffs, that's a more definite case that he's gonna be sacked. Um but yeah, that's 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 the that's the frustrating thing about it is that you know you, you know it, it doesn't sound like he's very confident in his players. You just mentioned this is the fifth captain we had in the season, and you know, we we've played musical chairs with this armband, and now it just seems that he's he's kind of giving a message to the locker room saying, I have lost faith in you guys. Because I know you guys have lost faith in me, you know, and I think that's a uh, a mutual consent feeling between the players and the coach, which is a sad thing, right? Because we hailed him for being such a great, uh, such a great manager for doing such great things for this league and and doing such great things for the feminine side of uh, of everything in, in the sports world for soccer in Mexico. Um, 
But I mean, it just comes down to the truth, AJ. Either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And I think that's the case here. I think Oyar's done such a great tenure with America and with the Mexican national team and with the Federation that I think at this point, it's gotten to the point where he's done his cycle. And I think it's past that, that he's lingered a little bit too long. It's past his, uh, his time. And because of that, we're starting to see that, you know, he's becoming his own enemy and and i think he needs to do the right thing step down um if not then i think america needs to let him go thank him for his services but it's it's time for 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 a new approach here honestly i feel like things get even worse especially after not every press game conference the people are telling to the reporters only ask questions about the game and i feel like that kind of signals Everyone know what they're going to say. They're going to say something that are going to criticize Koya a lot or the players themselves. And that's why at the press And I don't like that about the team. I don't like that about the team. I don't like them uh, filtering or, or kind of trying to, you know, kind of dictate how the press conference should go. Because mm-hmm. I think that 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 takes away from the actual one job of the reporter who knows that he has much better questions to ask than why were you only able to get one goal against Nikaksa just to get the same kind of, you know, BS answer from him. I think that they need to be well aware and say, okay, look, he's in the hot seat. Let him face it. You know, don't try to baby him. Don't try to shelter him. Let it be, you know, because I think at the end of the day, it's just like you stop trying to filter everything and monitor everything. Just be like, oh, only questions about the games, guys. Like, no, like, like, let let the public know, get the answers that they deserve. Like, these people are going to ask the questions that we want to know. Like, why is Goyard doing this? Like, why are you doing that? Why is this your fifth captain? You know? So that's the most frustrating thing about it, too. And I think the club plays a part in that. And it's like... You you can't you can't defend this man forever, you know. If you really truly care about the integ- integrity of this club, then you have to know when to let a, a manager go. And I think it's at this point. And look, we've gotten far off the topic of Nicaxa versus America, but I think that it was always going to end up coming to this because we'll talk a little bit about this Leon game coming up in just a second. But even this Nicaxa game, like I wasn't able to watch it. I was trying to do my best to kind of you know. I know you sent us a link, and but it was almost impossible for me to watch it at work. I was trying to keep up in with uh, Twitter and everything, but it just seemed like, you know, yeah, we were close, this and that, but it just felt like there wasn't really a spark on the pitch. Especially when you only had four shots on target, I guess it's the Gaka side, and I guess I had two. And then when I'm looking at the possession rate for America, 60% compared to the Gaka's 37. With all that possession, we weren't really doing much. We had 22 center... Um, crosses only four of them were, were successful throughout this entire match. We've had a lot more passes, but I feel like we're doing nothing with those. You can have all the opportunities in the world, but if you're not being smart about it, it won't matter at the end of the day. And then that's a thing. I think it's a problem. I feel like with those kind of opportunities and with those kind of stat lines, you should be obliterating this Nakaka side, show no mercy. And then I feel like it's just in this game. They didn't come to this game wanting with the determination of wanting to win the drive to get all three points. Nick like I mentioned, Nick Cox, like they were the team that want to go and give this America Feminine team the surprise, get a draw or, or get a win against them. And I feel like if they did get the win, a lot was going to be thrown at the institution, at the players, at the coach, 
everybody in there, and then all the questions be answered. What's going on with this team? It's already one of the it's already the worst start in the history of this entire club. Questionable transfers that were being made. What rather? Well, I love the transfer that we had in this team, and I want to say the hot take: the transfer we brought in this season are the ones that are playing better than the majority of these players that are on the pitch. You got Danny Flo, Maya Pelayo, Diana Garcia. I feel like these are the kind of players that are showing more heart in the team at the moment than the other players. It's I'm not understanding what's going on. I really can't like wrap my head around it. Is it the manager? It's just some of the players are just I don't know. Maybe they lost some of like. The motivation to play. I don't know what's going on. It's like so many questions, and I feel there's not a definite answer to it. You can't just say it's this or that because I feel there's so many factors going on. I'm lost for words. Yeah, you know what, AJ? I think it might be a little bit of both, to be honest. I think it might be a little bit of both. The fact that some of these players might have lost the kind of driven and passion to play, and some others that's just, you know. The manager, the managerial thing. Maybe they feel uncomfortable playing there now. It's, it's, it's really up in the air. But I think it's a little bit of both what you were saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, America ends up getting all three points against Necaxa. Uh-huh. It wasn't the prettiest of matches, and it wasn't the best feeling after that result. You felt that ah, we won, but it was very ugly. Uh, quickly though, before we jump off onto Leon, talk to me a little bit more uh, about Maida Pelayo. She gets her uh, goal in an America jersey. Uh, just quick thoughts about her really great she's one of the transfers from this season that i feel like she makes an impact from the get-go whether she's starting or she's coming off the bench to see that kind of goal was amazing and that was a goal that this team needed it was zero zero until at that moment where she scored the goal for a team in the 73rd minute get on um, a little pass on Eva gonzalez american um, mexican american to mexican american slots into the back of the net scores her first goal what a better way to score the only goal in this match and to get your teams to three points. I'm really loving that everything about what Maya Pelayo brings into this team and how we get to see more of her in the starting 11 and coming off the bench for this America Feminine side. Definitely. Hopefully she does uh, She does cement herself in that starting 11 spot. And like you mentioned, I think she's bringing a little bit of an extra to the team that they really, really desperately need at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, let's fast forward a couple of days later. America hosts uh, Leon in um, La Cancha Centenario. And it was an early one, AJ, really early one on a Sunday morning. It was 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time over here. And it was 11 a.m. over there for you. So... Let's talk a little bit about this one because as bad as the game was, the uh, the broadcast was even worse, AJ. And I don't even understand how that was even possible. Like if you woke up at 8 a.m. over here uh, and if, if you lived in Alaska and you woke up at 7 a.m. because you guys are one hour behind us. If you woke up in Alaska, my goodness, do I feel even more sorry for you than everyone here in the West Coast. Um, it was a terrible, terrible match. Uh terrible broadcasting system aj why can't we just why couldn't we get to do the end broadcast like we usually do that's the thing i'm saying we're playing home we're not away at leon because if it was away at leon it was going to be on the fox deportes in mexico so that's what i you'd have to find the links or go on the fire stick to find it but that's what bought my mind I'm, i was looking i'm like this game should have been on through the end but no you know what was even more of a slap in the face was that they were airing a recap, like a rerun of America versus Puebla at eight in the morning. 
8 in the morning when they could have easily slotted this game in and nothing would have changed, nothing would have happened. But no, they decided that they wanted to air America versus Puebla, a recap of a 1-0 game victory at 8 o'clock in the morning. That was what frustrated me the most. That's like, the, are you serious? That's still the NS priority for you. That's It's ridiculous. I like It was even more of a slap to the face at halftime. We were all waiting like a bunch of dummies. And then when I saw the, the notification for Omega Feminine, I think of the Liga um, Feminine Twitter page that, the, that I have a start. And one's like, where's the, where's the live stream? Even Leon Feminine ha- had a tweet saying, catch the game over on, uh, um, uh, on Club America's Facebook on page. I'm pretty sure to watch it live. And the link was broken because they just realized, oh, that it's not on. I think until the 65th minute, everyone's like, the people over there, like for me, is like, oh, shoot, we forgot to turn the stream on. Only lasted seven minutes because of poor connection, and then they stopped it for the rest for the rest of the match. You know what was even more wow. frustrating? It was whoever was trying to comment in that game. And I think he had enough of it. He got fed up because he left. He was nowhere to be found in second half at all. For those seven minutes, he was nowhere to be found. I think maybe it was his job to make sure that thing came back up for the second half. And he was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm not doing this anymore. Why, I they, quit. why don't we just have a staff? I feel like that that poor man, I felt was just getting overwhelmed. But Eric was like, why don't you just have a group of three people that could commentate? Because everyone was complaining that commentating was boring. It's a start. Yeah, but with one person, I'm like, you can't get like two more people to work alongside what the guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, if America Feminine need three people to narrate a game that are more than willing to do so, we are putting our hands up. Me, AJ, and Christian will be more than happy to sit there, talk banter, and entertain people while the America Feminine game is going on. And we promise you that it's going to be 10 times better than whatever we had on that Sunday. God, it was terrible, AJ. Oh. Terrible. And the stream was laggy. It was choppy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was worse than playing pro clubs with your friend <laughs> that you, is using his, like, he's, he's using his freaking phone internet, his hotspot. That, it was worse than that. It was you worse than that. You don't got to call me out. Damn. You don't got to call me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, AJ, but it was for the good of the podcast. Uh, but no, seriously, it was it was terrible. Um, and I know we're 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 pretty much just kind of attacking them for the broadcast. But trust me, you don't want to hear what we have to say about the game because it was even much worse. Um, and let's talk about it because uh, that's what we're here to discuss. America won. Leon won. Leon gets us uh, pretty early in the game after it was terrible defending, and uh, it looked like well. <sighs> It looks like it was going to be a repeat of everything that's been going on this season. And it was because it took a really, really late goal for America to get back into this. Uh, and then even then you just thought, well, I think that's pretty much it here. I honestly had like no words when I witnessed what happened. That poor, the poor pass from Jimena Rios. I'm like, you're better than that. And what's funny enough this is an exact repeat to what happened last time we played away. Claudia Sid was going to pass the ball to the goalie, and then Marlene Gampa ended up just swooping right and take the ball and scored. I was thinking, I was like, wow, what goes around comes around. It's exactly what happened. 
What made to what more to add salt to the wound? It was Usido Cuevas who scored, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like that that just that's like the cherry on the on the Sunday. It's like out of all the players that could score against us, it was Usido Cuevas. I I wasn't even mad at that point. I just like looked at the screen, and I'm like, huh? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I and I think we were messaging, and I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I I can't watch this. I'm like, I literally like around the minute like 35. I was like, I'm gonna go shower. I can't. I can't. I can't do this. And I came back, and I was like, why are they showing me a repeat of the America Cruz Azul final? What's going on? And I was like, where's the stream? And you're like, it got taken down. And I was like, <laughs> um. But yeah, look from from everything that we got to watch because I didn't. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, AJ. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I was able to watch the whole game in, in the entirety because, as you guys know, I went to go shower in the 35th minute. And when I came back, when those seven minutes of stream popped up, I was like, "This is unbearable to watch." And then, of course, it buffered out, and then we didn't get to see anything after that. But look, the little the little bits and pieces that we were able to see, the glimpses, it was the same of what we've been criticizing this America Feminine side for the longest. And we've reiterated ourselves this episode, I don't know how many times, but again, the lack of conviction, the lack of structure, the the, the fact that there's no identity, the fact that players are just playing to themselves. You know, Cuellar making very questionable substitutions. In the first half, what, it was the 30th minute, and Jen Munoz and Jimena Rio get taken out? And if, correct me if I'm wrong, you tell me that his, his justification for taking Taking Jen out was because she had picked up a yellow card. Yep, that's exactly it. And we had to make the substitution immediately. And then I'm just like, when has Jen ever gotten a red card or 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 shown that she's prone to getting yellow cards back to back real quickly? Never. And that it, it balled my mind when I saw like the foul that happened. I was like, yell. I'm like, that's a yell. I looked down. I'm like, that's a yellow. Yeah, like it was even harsh. Like you would imagine, like okay, like let her go, let her play. Like she could easily single-handedly win this game for us. You know, she has that talent at her disposal. But Koyad again making these questionable substitutions, making kind oh. of our blood boil. So he subbed Jen out for Dani Spinoza. We have Mol- Dalia Molina up front. She Dalia was doing nothing, and I'm just like, why didn't you just start her? Why didn't you start Donnie from the get-go? You need these three points. You need to continue the streak of winning games. And then we're doing stuff like this. And, and then we have to move Gas, who was our forward along with Dalia Molina, and move it to midfield to accompany Ava. I'm just like, just, you know, that's unnecessary. And then when we saw Jimena Rios out, we put Jocelyn in. And I'm like, she's not a left back. What are you doing? What? What's funny enough, I was criticizing, and Jocelyn actually went all the way up to the wing and almost created a play. But I think after that, nothing much happened from there. And I'm just scratching. I'm like, what are these substitutions? They don't make sense. This is what I'm saying, Ninjas. The cat's out of the bag at this point. He's just like, well, you know what? Why not? I feel like he's like, it, like the building is burning. He's staring at it, and he's like, why not add a little bit more gasoline? And you know? then, in, and then at halftime, we made two more substitutions. I think it's the most substitutions we have made in a game. And before, in like in forty-five minutes, we made four substitutions. Daniel Garcia went out for Maya Pelayo. We took Daniel Monia out for Monse. I'm looking at these substitutions. I'm like, 
Why don't you just start them? What? And look, we talked about this too. We said that the the, the probability of of him repeating the lineup uh, that he used in the Kaksai against Lingo was going to be very, very minimal because of the quick turnaround. But it is ridiculous that half of those names did not start. Right? And then, and then, and then in the 67th minute, Selena Valera, our captain, our sixth captain in a match, got subbed out for money. And I'm like, starter. What are we? I, okay, I understand. It's two games in the span of like what? You had two days that essentially prepped for. Thursday was game. You only had Friday and Saturday to relax yourself before you had to go back home and then get right into it. I don't understand, though. I'm pretty sure the players are definitely capable of playing those games in the same amount of time. And they're essentially your best players possible. While, yes, it's good to have, you know, your best players on the bench. At the same time, just start them. And then we never really have to make this many substitutions. When you see four substitutions in the span of 45 minutes, at that rate, I'm just like, I think our manager's completely lost in what to do. He is so lost. Yeah. No, look, AJ, the ship's sinking, and he's sinking with it, and he's just going along for the ride. Um, And that's that's just the reality of it. I think we need to prepare ourselves because the worst is yet to come from the looks of it. Um, and, and that's the sad thing. That's the frustrating thing about it. And, and the fact that there's this weird rule that you can't really hire a new manager until the season's over and makes us even more upset. Um, look at the end of the day, we just, we, we have to go with it. We have to deal with it. And, and you kind of feel for these ladies, you know, because you, you understand that they're there to do their job. And some of, to some extent, some of the criticism will definitely fall on them for not maybe performing as they should on the pitch. But at the same time, to their defense, their manager is not setting them up for success. It feels like he's just setting them up for failure. And I think that's the real worrisome sign is that this is a manager that's always been praised and lured for being able to build up players and instill confidence and get the best out of them to then now finding out that he's deteriorating them. You know, I mean, you look at a player like Madeline Campa, someone that uh, was completely shining under his reign at the beginning. And then all of a sudden something turned last season. And now she's over at Puma scoring goals for fun and looking like she's just enjoying uh, her time over there. And she's not like she's left the city or like she's gone like, you know, miles and miles away. Like she's literally like next door. So it's just. It's 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 saddening to say the least. And, you know, all we can really do is just watch as the ship crashes and burns. Um, It's literally like looking at the Titanic, AJ. It's looking at the Titanic and saying, we knew this was going to happen and we can't do anything about it. And so we just have to pray and hope that these ladies are going to be hopefully (laughs) around for next season. And we get someone um, that is very much more well equipped to deal with this. but I mean, I, I mean, you know, America Leon, Leon. I think whilst they got the early goal, they weren't really. I think they got their goal and they said, "We're we, we did what we came to do." Pretty much. And then America throughout the game, they've been getting shots after shots after shots against this team. I mean, it was a back and forth match between these two sides. But the thing is, it's just like 
with Amer- with America from me, it felt like they were just going for shots and just hope the ball went in. They, I felt they didn't think a second before it's like, should I get closer into the box and then go up, up close just to score? We got the goal um uh in the game. It came in the 75th minute. Great pass from Maya Pelayo to Monte Hernandez, tied the game up, which was great. I feel like where was that goal earlier on? We had all these opportunities. And these are players that came off the bench which should have been starters. And that, or I'm like, Goyar, you should be starting them. Look what just happened right there. Players like that that can score the goals for you and get the job done. And instead, you pop the starting 11 when I'm looking at them like, this is so questionable. What are you doing? I don't understand yeah. what you're trying to do. I don't think any of us understand at this point, AJ. But look, at the end of the day, America walks away with only but a point after Monse Monse Hernandez, excuse me, I can't even properly speak anymore. But uh, she ties it up, goes 1-1. America still had a couple more minutes to get something going. Um, But again, you just kind of felt that it was going to be a draw. And frustrating to slip again and, you know, lose two points at home. It is. And it... It doesn't make it good as well. Where a team like Leon, they're they're in ninth place actually. They're giving us a fight, but you fight. This is the time where we need to really turn things around because if you can't do it now, I don't know. And the next couple of games, they're not looking so good for America. So they better brace themselves. And And I think if you go back to the prior episode of us talking in in regards to this matchup, I said that this was a pivotal point in the season for America. They needed to get all three points at whatever cost against Nagaxa, but they also needed to cement themselves with a solid performance against Leon, meaning that they get all three points. Because if you didn't do that, then confidence would then be again at an all-time low. And then the way that the season is projecting for America, the games are going to get much more harder. Uh, The the opponents are not going to be, you know, as you know, favorable. So I'm worried. I'm I'm really worried, AJ. You know, this Leon match was kind of a, a like a, a make it or break it for your season. Um we'll have to wait and see because hey, America Family can go from this point on and win every single game and we can come out as fools and not know what we're talking about and Koya could be lifting another trophy. And and at that point then, you know, good, he shut us up. But I I, I see that very, very hard, AJ, and I, I don't, um, I, I wouldn't just dis- this, uh, I wouldn't discredit the fact that I think this is uh, gonna be one of the worst seasons for America family yet. So we'll have to wait and see, though. We're we're hopeful that we're wrong, knock on wood, that we are, and that these ladies can turn around. But it's just something's going on. And we haven't, like you mentioned, AJ, we don't have answers because we can't even ask questions about it. Um, but, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But I think the actions on the pitch uh, speak very loudly. The fact that we've had, you know, almost as many captains as we've had games this season, that should give you a clear indication of what's going on with America. So, um, again, frustrated all frustration all around in regards to this game. I mean, the broadcast is just terrible. Um, Again, America, if anyone's listening in Coapa and want three guys that are willing to just broadcast from home, uh, hit us up. Hit us up. Our number is 1-800-652-3378. And uh, you will be more than glad 
to be able to broadcast that game for you guys. I'm pretty sure we could do a much better job. I mean, people would people would definitely criticize us for our choppy and 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 terrible Spanish aging, but we could throw a joke in there. We could <laughs> we can make get one or two laughs. So um yeah, America hit us up for that. But at the end of the day, AJ uh, disappointing is is the word I'm gonna use for these these two games. Disappointing. Painful. So much pain going around these days. America Familial is not helping. But, all right, AJ, before we move on into the next segment, let's talk about a little bit better news. Let's talk about how today's episode is brought to you by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check Foot Cult out and uh, go over there, footcult.com. You guys can get anything on their website and get 10% off by using the discount code EEP at checkout. And uh, you guys can great uh, get some amazing training tops like this one, the EY podcast one. Uh, that new kit that they dropped, that one looking nice. Um, again, the Rafa Marquez air freshener is still available. So make sure you, make sure you guys go check that out. And... Um, yeah, some really cool products that they're doing and some really cool stuff that they're going uh, to be dropping pretty much soon. So if you guys haven't done so, check them out on Twitter as well. And again, use this gun code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, use this gun code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. All right, AJ, talk to me a little bit about the news in and around Coapa. Is there any at this point? That's the real question. And uh, injury news update and reports. Will we be seeing a Renata Mascherelli anytime soon? Um, she's been training with the team. It's unknown really whether she's truly ready or not because there really still is not a timetable, but it's good to see that she's getting herself back into training. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, she'll, she'll be back at the home as a starting goalkeeper for this team, which is good. And Vero Press, she did come in um, recently where she's pretty much saying she's not trying to rush herself to get back into the, onto the pitch as soon as possible. She doesn't want to be at 80%, 85%, 90%, 95%. She wants to be 100% completely fit when she can get herself to play on the pitch again. So by the time she is completely healed, I'd expect her to be back up in that starting 11 spot. And on that, I really feel that's all it really for the news going on around in Coapa. Well, let's face it. No one's really at 100% in the America from need right now. So I think she'd be more than fine on the pitch. Um, but okay, that pretty much wraps it up in regards to the news in and around Coapa. If we hear anything or uh, any news breaks out, uh, make sure you guys follow us over on Twitter at EGY Podcast, over on Instagram at EGY Podcast, and over on Facebook. Again, at EY Podcast, you guys can uh, check out all the news in regards to America Feminine on there as well. But all right, AJ, enough talk about the past. Let's talk about the future a little bit. Let's try to be uh, a little bit more optimistic, if that is even possible, after the episode that we just had. Let's talk America versus Querétaro, or vice versa, Querétaro versus America. The ladies will be traveling over to La Corregidora tomorrow, Friday, February 12th. That game's going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, and of course, 6 p.m. Eastern for you, AJ. Um, I mean, this game's not going to be broadcasted live on TUDN, and I do not expect a choppy broadcast either, AJ. So it looks like we're going to have to uh, search into the deep, dark inner web to find a link for this uh, game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. But some of the links on YouTube actually are pretty clean. So I'm thankful for that. But then it just also brings up a problem to itself. Can we just stream them in the United States instead or just have an alternative to be able to watch away games that are, you know, unavailable to us? I would love that or some kind of app or the through the end app. They really should start streaming the Liga Mekis Femini matches on the app itself. 
which still balls about how they don't have a section for that league. They have videos, but that's just about it. So through the end, step your game up. There you go. Shots fired at through the end. But hey, through the end, if you're also looking for three guys to broadcast uh, the America Feminine games and you go, you guys looking for someone here in the States, hit us up our number 1-800-352-784437. Do that um, extra. Commentate in English. We'll do it. We'll do Spanish. Heck, we'll even learn uh, Portuguese if you need us to. <laughs> so we will do it all. Um, but all right, let's talk about this game, AJ. We have mm-hmm. Querétaro versus America. Look, these ladies are going up a very good against a very good uh, Gaia's Blanco side? Question mark. I don't know if that's the proper term. Um, but look, this game's not going to be easy by any means necessary. America's always struggled at La Corregidora, whether it's the men's and the women's side, I think. Uh, it's never an easy task. And I think that, uh, you know, with the dip of form that we've been at and the fact that these players aren't really playing at 100%, it worries me, AJ. This game worries me a lot. You know, I, I used to look forward to Friday night games. Well, not Friday night because it's midday, but I used to look forward to the Friday games, right? It was like, you know, it's Friday, uh, you know, get my Chick-fil-A, go watch some America Feminine. Uh, now I'm just like, all I'm going to do is get Chick-fil-A. I don't know if I want to watch America Feminine um, because Aww. you just don't want to set yourself up for failure. Although we're still watching them, of course. We still love this team and we're still going to back them throughout every and every, any and every way that we can. But um, just talk to me about this team, Querétaro, and, and how these ladies are coming into this one. It's a solid side, despite them struggling and trying to find their form, which I feel like it's a common theme in this league. All the teams you'd expect to just be dominating, they're struggling, actually. So it's, it's crazy. But it's under the hand of Carla Rossi, who is a well-respected manager in this league. And she made... A Querétaro side, which everyone had doubts about at first, saying they're not going to do anything. They won't ever hit the Ligia. And they hit the Ligia for the first time last season with a whole bunch of players you would think they're good, but they're not up there along like the ranks of like Rayas and Diaz. But they gave teams a real surprise in the Ligia. And some of these players are still with this team and they're ready to play with everything that they got. Players like Lisette Rodri- uh, like Rodriguez, Brenda Viramontes, ex-America Fernie player, Mayra Rios, and you got other players like Karim Iturbe, Mayra Santana. A lot of great players on, on this team. And Diana Garcia, a really good, uh, as we say, a really good goalkeeper for Keto Feminine. Really quality players. And this team is looking to get, um, to get a win. They're not having the greatest starts, and I feel like against America Feminine, this is a team they definitely want to beat and get themselves the three points. That's not to say as well, America Feminine also want that three points because they need the three points now, and it's against a tough side like Querétaro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if 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 last uh, if last Sunday's game against them was the make or break it, this one even more so needs to be that. Because I mean, if you were to lose this game, AJ, I just I don't know where the team stands anymore, to be honest. Um, but look, let's talk about uh, possible lineups that we're going to see in the mm-hmm. second tide of trying to get into this man's mind. But what do you think Coyette is going to be doing for this matchup tomorrow? All right, so I got Natalia Acuna starting as the goalkeeper. Back force to be consisted of Jimena Rios, Jocelyn Rogel, Janeri Farias, Monica Rodriguez. Our midfielders to be consisted of Monse Hernandez on the left. I'm going to have Maya Pelayo on the right. And the midfield, two of them is going to be Eva Gonzalez and Jennifer Munoz. And the forwards up front is going to be Danny Flo, 
and Danny Espinosa. All right, so the so the Danny partnership duo is back up top. I think they could bring fruition if they can start gelling and clicking each other. Um, I mean, where to where to start with this one? I think it's 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 safe to say that they're not going to come out with the full conviction of hey, we got to go out there, get all three points, rescue our season, because that doesn't seem to be the atmosphere around the club right now, AJ. So how do you turn that around? And I think that's kind of the impossible question at this point is, how does America family turn their season around? You know, I think that, I think at this point, you just have to ignore everything that the coach is doing. And the true leader of this team, the true captain of that locker room needs to step up and kind of get everyone together and be like, listen, Either we play or we either we play or we don't and we make our fool of ourselves or we can go out there. We can play with determination and, you know, have conviction and go out there and try to rescue our season and not play for the manager, not play for him, but play for us, play play for our fans, play for our families, play for our own well-being. And I think. That's how you can rescue a season. You want to something particular. Um, I don't think they. I don't think this is a lot anymore. But uh, back in the, um, where was it? Back in like the eighties, uh, when I first then I was the was 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 the uh, team captain. I remember um, Uncle told me the story in during the weekend. It was uh, it was it came out in an interview that uh, when Daniel Brailowski first showed up to America, uh, he wasn't running. He wasn't really running. He was just kind of like lollygagging in the pitch. So one day at training, um, I felt then I like grabbed Brailowski uh, and said, listen, if you don't run, te voy a partir la madre. So you better start running. And I'm not saying I want someone to, you know, tell them to tell the same thing to one of the you know, ladies, but you need to have that kind of fiery instinct. Like, like, listen, you better go out there and play because this is the club. This is the team. This is our job, right? Set aside from what the manager is doing. Forget him. Let's go out there and let's play for ourselves. And I think that's what needs to happen, AJ, because Koyar's not going to get the best out of them. He's not going to rally them up. He's not going to tell them, hey, you know what? Come together and 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 be a better side. They have to believe it in themselves. They have to instill it in each other. And at this point, it, it has to be a team that plays for themselves rather than for the manager. And it's crazy how it's essentially coming down to this, to the point where I feel like the players are going to just be forget the manager. We're just going to play for ourselves. Everyone needs to show up on that day with the heart and passion and determination from the get-go, as soon as the whistle is blown and the ball gets rolling, that they need that they want to win and get these three points. Whoever this captain is going to be in this game, I hope it is not a seventh captain. It has to be Monica Rodriguez. And I kept saying from the very start, she's the true captain of this team. She's the player that Phil will go up to you and sing, if you don't play well, it's as like coach is going to bench you. I'm just You're just going to get replaced by someone else. You see how Moni got when Janae made those two silly mistakes and she got furious to how she made the same exact mistake twice and showed no mercy when she said she got angry. Monica Rodriguez, I'm hoping she is captain, needs to step up and tell to every single one of these players, we're playing for ourselves. We're at the point of no return. If we cannot get these three points against Guerrero, I don't know how the rest of the season is going to go or what the future holds for us for the rest of the season. Will we make Ligia or will we not make Ligia? We will not know until the result of this match. This game is make or break it for us. 
we don't win, I don't know what to say. We win, we keep go we keep going forward. And that's how it needs to be at this point on. Everyone needs to be motivated at this point. Because at this point, Greg doesn't feel like a cat on the scene. He's not a leader. It just seems like it's just a game he just has to appear to throw in whatever players on the pitch and just hope that he can get a result. At that point, you need to stop with you need to stop with that BS. If a manager is making subs, clueless substitutions, trying to sugarcoat every single media appearance, trying to say that everything is completely fine, no, then just stop at this point because it's ridiculous. At this rate, play for yourselves and play for the rest of your teammates. Play for your family. Play for your friends, your loved ones, your close ones, and for yourself most importantly because this is a must-win match at this point. It's Things are not going well, Coapa. I don't know what is truly going on, Coapa, but things need to get turning right now. Because if not, the ship is going to sink and everyone along with it. And in the future of these players that are playing this team this season, who knows if they're going to even be here next season by the time that the, re- the sporting director of the team just gets rid of staff and players. And it's scary to think about it for these players. It is, and I think that some of them already, you know, potentially maybe jumping ship, but we'll have to wait and see. But you you mentioned it, AJ. This is a make-or-break part of the season where I think if America does end up getting three points, then I think you, you, you live to fight another day. But if you don't, I don't see how the team comes back from this. I really don't. I really don't. And it, it, it pains me to say that, and I hope that I'm wrong deep down inside, but I just, I just, I don't see how, you know? I really don't see how, AJ. But uh, look... It, it's it's plain and simple. America needs to get all three points out there. How they do it, where they, uh, how they go about it, it's up to them and completely up to them. Cuellar is not going to tell them to how to play. It's it's plain and simple that he's just going to be like, "All right, you eleven, good luck. I'll see you at halftime." Um, it's just you know, it 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 seems like that's just the case in America for need right now. So we'll have to wait and see, but. It's frustrating. We're going to watch it. We're going to support them. And we're going to be back here next Thursday talking about whether or not it was a good game. Spoiler alert. Probably won't be. Um, but okay, AJ, give me your prediction for Friday's game. 2-1 victory for America Feminine. Oh, man. That's that's okay. That's very optimistic. I'm going 1-1 one, one draw. Yeah, I, could see yeah. I, could, I could see that happening, actually. I honestly can. Look, we none of us want this one our the ladies to lose. I we, don't either. But it's hard to avoid the fact that you know let's get it outside. You mentioned have something going for them, something that America doesn't have. Um, and look, it's it's like it's like fielding eleven random strangers on a Sunday league team and going up against like the best Sunday league team that's been playing together for like years on and years out. You know, it's not going to end well. And in, and that's how it seems like every time America has to go and play, that's going to be the case. So I'm going one one. You're going two one. I hope your prediction sticks. Um, I have a feeling we're both going to be wrong, though. AJ, we'll see what happens though. But uh, look, you guys can catch this game live uh, throughout uh, throughout the entirety of its match uh, over on Twitter with us. As AJ is going to be live tweeting. Hopefully, it should be a good game. If not, then I, I don't know how you're going to do it, AJ. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, follow us over on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook over at EY Podcast. We'll have you guys covered on Twitter minute by minute what happens away at Queretaro. Um, so yeah, AJ, 
I think we've talked pretty much everything that we've needed to. Yep. Then we got everything covered. All righty then. Well, uh, look, guys, come back next week. Talk, uh, talk all America family with us, and uh, let us know. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us. How do you guys feel this America family season is going to pan out for us? Is it going to go good? Is it going to go bad? Only time will tell, I guess. But um, give us your predictions because we uh, we'd really love to read them and see what happens. But all right, AJ, I think we've covered everything. Unless you have anything else to add. Fuera Cuyar. Take him out. Fuera Cuyar. There you I go. Write, Hashtag write, Fuera Cuyar. I'd rather have Hugo Ruiz taking his spot for the rest of the season because I'm done with him, dude. Just retire. <laughs> He's done everything enough for this team. Just retire. Just be with your son at home that does not have a magic job at the moment. Yeah, just... just. Eh. We'll see, though. I don't think he will, though. I don't think he will. All right, but we have to wait and see. All right, AJ. Well, enough pain talk. Let's uh, let's 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 just break and let's talk America from next week. We'll regroup and talk even more of this America versus Querétaro side. And thankfully enough, AJ, there's an international break, and boy, do the ladies need it more than yes. anything in this world. So the ladies will be back two weeks after this, and uh, we'll be talking more America from news, and uh, hopefully, the rebirth of our season. We'll see though. Please. Then. Well, with that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you again, AJ, for coming out. All of you guys stay safe yeah. out there. Please wear your mask. Double masks, apparently, because I guess that's the new rule. Um, but yeah, wear double masks. Be safe out there. Catch the America Feminine game. Catch us back next week on Thursday. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you guys very, very soon. Until next time, take care. As always, Arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.